أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين And welcome to the Scale of Wisdom podcast brought to you by the Batul Foundation. In this episode we are going to speak about the Oath of Allegiance, Al-Bay'ah, which is a covenant between the ruler and the ruled. Bay'ah in the early Islamic period was a contract between the ruler and the ruled and it was often represented by putting your hand on the hand of the ruler and attesting to your loyalty to that contract and to that binding agreement. And of course when it comes to Islamic leadership and especially the leadership of the Holy Prophet وسلم, and the Imams that rulership that is granted to them is based on merit and based on their connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The first subsection in Mizan al-Hikmah speaks about swearing allegiance to the Prophet being the same as swearing allegiance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It starts with a verse of the Holy Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Indeed, those who swear allegiance to you swear allegiance only to Allah. The hand of Allah is above their hands. So whosoever breaks his oath breaks it only to his own detriment. And whoever fulfills the covenant he has made with Allah, he will give him a great reward. So you can see very clearly from this verse here that giving your allegiance to the Holy Prophet ﷺ was giving your allegiance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And his hand was representative of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's hand. When a person would offer allegiance to the Holy Prophet ﷺ by putting their hand in the Prophet's hand, the hand of the Prophet ﷺ was representative of the hand of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so therefore that oath was binding on a person and those people that fulfilled their oath, they were to receive a great reward. And those people that broke their oath and broke their covenant, they were in no way harming Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or in no way are they harming the cause of Islam, but they are harming themselves. Ali ibn Ibrahim narrated, in the covenant of Ridwan, it was revealed that Allah was certainly pleased with the faithful when they swore allegiance to you under the tree. He knew what was in their hearts. The narration continues, and he put a condition for them that after that they would never dispute with the Prophet ﷺ about anything he does or disobey him in anything he might order them to do. Then Allah the Exalted said after that verse, Indeed, those who swear allegiance to you. So this narration here speaks about the Bay'at al-Ridwan where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered the companions of the Holy Prophet to renew their Bay'at to the Holy Prophet So the Holy Prophet agreed to sign a peace treaty with the unbelievers and to turn back from visiting Mecca for the pilgrimage. And each and every companion renewed their Bay'at to Rasulullah under a specific tree. In another narration, Salma bin Akwa said when he was asked, until what term did you give your allegiance to the Prophet ﷺ on the day of Hudaybiyah? He replied, until death. Meaning of course that there was no other leader while the Holy Prophet ﷺ was the leader of the Muslim Ummah. The next subsection talks about how women gave their allegiance to the Holy Prophet ﷺ. It starts with a Quranic verse where Allah ﷻ says, O Prophet, if faithful women come to you to take the oath of allegiance to you, pledging that they shall not ascribe any partners to Allah, and they shall not steal, nor commit adultery, nor kill their children, nor utter any slander that they may have intentionally fabricated, nor disobey you in what is right, then accept their allegiance, and plead for them to Allah for forgiveness. Indeed, Allah is all-forgiving, all-merciful. Imam al-Jawad is reported to have said, the way in which the women gave allegiance to the Prophet ﷺ was that he immersed his hand in a bowl filled with water. Then he took it out. 
The women then immerse their hands in the bowl as a sign of their acknowledgement and belief in Allah and belief in His Messenger. The next subsection talks about the retraction of allegiance. It starts with a verse of the Holy Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Fulfill Allah's covenant when you pledge, and do not break your oaths after pledging them solemnly, and having made Allah a witness over yourselves. Indeed, Allah knows what you do. So it is a very serious matter to break your pledges and your oaths, and especially your oath of allegiance, after you have committed to that pledge. The Holy Prophet wasallam is reported to have said, Three people Allah will not speak to. And then the tradition continues, a man who gave his allegiance to an imam only for the sake of this world, such that if he gives him thereof what he wants, he keeps his oath, otherwise he turns away. So here it is clear that the intention behind giving an oath is also extremely important. Somebody who gives an oath of allegiance to an imam, a truthful and rightful imam, but only for the sake of this world and for the benefits of this world, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not speak to them, meaning that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is extremely displeased with them. And that person will only keep that oath while it is beneficial for them. And as soon as it is not beneficial for them, they will break that oath. Imam Ali salam is reported to have said, There is a city in hell named Hasina. Won't you ask me about it? He was asked, What is in it, O commander of the faithful? He replied, In it are the hands of those who violated their covenants. And Imam Ali salam is also reported to have said, When someone asked him, For what reason did you fight Talha and Zubair? He replied, I fought them for violating their oath of allegiance to me and for their killing of my followers. And Imam Rida is reported to have said, A man will not remain immune from a bad fate when he violates his covenant. The final subsection talks about the Muslims' oath of allegiance to Imam Ali. Imam Ali is reported to have said in his letter to the people of Kufa on his way from Medina to Basra, People swore allegiance to me, being neither forced nor reluctant, but with the sense of obedience and willingly. So the same people that broke their allegiance and broke their pledge did not make that allegiance out of being forced nor out of being reluctant to give that allegiance. So there is no excuse on their part saying that oh we were forced to do it or oh we didn't really want to do it but then we did it. Rather it was out of obedience and willingly but then they broke that oath of allegiance after that. And the Imam salam is using that for an argument about why his course of action is correct and why the Muslims should rally to support him. Imam Ali salam is also reported to have said, You rush to me like camels that rush to water, eager to give me your allegiance. So again here, now that the people had given their allegiance to Amir al-Mu'mineen, then it was upon them to rally to his side. Inshallah, in the next episode we will talk about commerce, at-tijara, wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi at-tayyibin at-tahirin.